Hi there, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. My guest today is Linda Berteau. She is an esthetician, a speaker, an author, and a Reiki master teacher who has pioneered energy healing with transformative aesthetics in the beauty industry. Linda's passion for performing makeovers led her to the beauty industry 30 years ago. So what started as an image and beauty makeover biz turned into energy makeovers for the body, mind, and spirit. She really is, she's a sought out speaker, an author who wrote a chapter about Reiki and wellness therapies for the estheticians in the My Lady Standard Aesthetics Advanced textbook. And you're going to love the information she shares on energy work and Reiki energy healing. And gosh, it it was just an amazing show because I think we all know that as beauty biz practitioners, there's a part of our job where we are showing up as healers. So she's going to teach you about protecting your energy and about setting your boundaries and how you can really find out what your purpose is and step into that in a beautiful and passionate way. So stay tuned. I know you're going to love the show and she does have some pretty cool offering set up for anyone who listens in. She'll tell you how you can find her and how you can contact her and take advantage of these special offerings. So stay tuned and enjoy the show today. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Cree, and today I have a very special guest by the name of Linda Berteau, and she is the president and founder of a really cool biz called Chakralicious. Hi, Linda. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm great. Really looking forward to our conversation. Oh, do you know that three or four people over the last six, seven, eight months have said, you got to get Linda on your show. We love her. So you have a very, a very loyal and admirable following. Oh, that's wonderful. I love my people. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for asking me. Well, I think the universe provides because I kept hearing that. I kept hearing that. I emailed you. I guess I used an old email and you didn't receive it. And then there you were sitting right in front of me at Face and Body last <laughs> month. <laughs> and I, I think it's our, our mutual friend, Cricket, the, the wax chick who said, oh, there's Linda. I have to go say hi. I'm like, oh, Linda who? <laughs> So she brought me over to introduce. <laughs> oh, that's great. I have so many Reiki children. She's one of my Reiki children. Well, I want, I have a ton of questions for you. Are you a spa owner? Are you also a licensed esthetician? Like how else do you, or how do you use your energy work? What is, what is the way that you mostly use it to help people? I have been in the beauty industry for 30 years. I became an esthetician in California in 1987. And I started out doing makeup and image consulting, but after 9-11 saw there was really a need for people to heal from depression, which is really my specialty. And that's when I started teaching Reiki and teaching, mainly teaching other estheticians how to incorporate it into treatments. So you are a licensed esthetician, you are a practicing licensed esthetician, and you also incorporate energy work 
to your clients and then you offer, I guess it's online and in-person trainings surrounding energy work as well. Yes. And I don't offer facials now. I offer these specific energy healing treatments and I offer packages. So, you know, when somebody comes to work with me personally, they really want to get some work done, discovering more about themselves, finding more meaning and purpose in life. Do you know that I was directly affected by September 11th? Do you know that story? No, I don't. What happened? I was a flight attendant and I flew from Los Angeles to Boston for work on September 10th. And the next morning, the pilot who flew me to Boston and three of my girlfriends went into the World Trade Center, which is why I am an esthetician today. I knew it was time for me to to make a career change. But I went to therapy after because I didn't understand that there is even such a thing as energy work. And my every therapist I went to just didn't get it. They kept saying, well, what did your mom do to you? Or what did your dad do to you? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> This has nothing to do with that. Help me heal from this stress. So gosh, I wish I would have known that you were around making changes in your life at the same time to help people like me. Yeah, I had to. Did you see a lot of people that were suffering from post-traumatic stress because of that event? Because of 9-11? Yes. Well, you know, I saw it first in San Francisco because that's where I'm at. I saw it first when we had the earthquake in 1989 because I was hosting a a monthly networking event called the looking good breakfast in San Francisco. And, and the month that the earthquake happened, you could not pay people to come in to San Francisco. And it was just like this fog. I mean, a, literally a, yeah. a different type of fog of depression that took over the city. And I felt it then. And then after nine 11, I saw it happening on, you know, nationwide. So that's when I got my calling to start teaching Reiki and energy healing, teaching people about energy medicines and just teaching people about energy in general, because we don't learn about that. No. And you know, it's recently just become a heightened awareness in my world. Um, I developed a rash on the top of my arms and on my thighs. And for four months, it wouldn't go away. I saw every single doctor that you could imagine, a GP, a dermatologist, and they kept telling me what to do and it wouldn't go away. And then- This Reiki practitioner called and wanted to rent a room at my spa. And then an actual doctor friend of mine said, don't use anything they're telling you. Don't use that crazy (laughs) antibiotic. Don't use those. This is, he said, I want you to get Reiki work done. So it's cool that the medicine, the world of medicine is starting to recognize this. So I had one Reiki session. Uh Uh-huh. And I swear the next day, my rash was horribly inflamed the following day, it was gone. I still don't understand how this works. So let's talk about Reiki, what it is, what it does. And maybe you can help me wrap my mind around this beautiful gift that I was given. (laughs) I think you might've had a nervous itch. You know what? It was, we really attached it to emotional words that I was holding back on. Right. A nervous itch. I had that myself after my mom committed suicide and, um, you know, it, it, it just, it was there until you deal with whatever it is that you need to deal with. How did yours present itself? I just couldn't stop scratching. I mean, I was itching. Yes, yes, that's what happened to me. One of my clients asked me if I got in a car accident because my arms were so bloody. Like, oh my gosh, that bad? Yes, I don't think I don't. I might have broken the skin, but it wasn't anywhere that it was noticeable. It's like on my stomach and my thighs. But um, yeah, I went to the doctors too, and then when they found out what had happened with my mom, they realized it was probably emotions and nerves that was was getting to me. I think Reiki work and energetic healing and the whole chakra system is a lot like, and you tell me if you believe this because you're way more of an expert than I am. It's a lot like gravity 
we can't see it. We can't touch it, but gosh, it really, it's out there and it works. Well, we're made of energy. So if we take a look at, at everything, we are energetic beings. We look like we're physical, but we're really energy whose vibration is so lowered and so dense that we appear to be physical, but we're really energetic beings. We live in an energy environment of earth, and we also live within the visible color spectrum. That's why we see the rainbow in nature. We also have that same rainbow within us, which is the chakra system. So being chakralicious means being full of your own color energy. When you're full of your color energy or full of yourself, then you have the ability to have vitality and life and connect to um, source so that you are inspired. You can see the big picture clearly and how you fit into it. You can communicate your vision from the heart with love and compassion, have a sense of self, purpose, and passion, and walk your unique path. So everything we need is within us if we understand how to tap into that. And that's what Reiki and energy medicines taught me. So explain to me what Reiki is. For somebody who may have never even heard of this beautiful type energy work before, can you give me layman's type explanation so we can wrap our mind around it? Sure. Reiki is a hands-on healing modality. Reiki utilizes universal healing energy to help quiet the mind and calm the emotions so you feel peaceful within. You know, if you think about a television set, if you don't have the TV, you have the TV plugged in, but you don't have your cable hooked up, what do you get? Static. So most of us are running around with this static, which I call stress, anxiety, and mental chatter. Okay, those are the main three that people run around with. So once you plug in that cable, what do you get to see? Very clear vision. Okay, so Reiki is hands-on healing that quiets the mind and calms the emotions so you're peaceful within, and then you're able to have clearer vision of who you are and what you're here to do. So somebody once told me that Reiki could be viewed as energetic housekeeping. And I've been getting so many emails from my fellow beauty biz practitioners lately saying, I feel so overwhelmed. I feel so stressed. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. would you recommend these people use Reiki to help calm them down? And I know you have some amazing programs that we'll talk about in a little bit, but how would you like, what's the first step you'd give somebody that's feeling off balance or overwhelmed? Well, if you've been attuned with Reiki already, I would just say practice Reiki on yourself. I'm amazed, and and this was really the reason why I started doing this back in 2001. I'm amazed at how many people have taken Reiki and they're not using it. (laughs) It's the greatest gift you can give to yourself. You put your hands on yourself, you're channeling that Reiki, that healing energy, and it helps to reduce stress, anxiety, and mental chatter. So practice on yourself daily and you will be transformed. Your life will still be could be chaotic and hectic around you, but your perspective of it will change. So I guess I'm I'm confused and I want you to help me understand this. Sure. I know people have to invest in a training. It's not something you develop overnight, but somebody who may be interested in it and you could give them one tip to try at home. So they go, oh my gosh, this works. Let me look for, for more training like this. What would it be? Is it a breathing technique? Is it well, breathing is part of it too. It's good to to be able to breathe and to meditate, but a lot of times you can't do that until your mind is quiet. And that's where Reiki comes in. And it's kind of like <laughs> what comes first? If you 
have not taken a Reiki course, have not been attuned to Reiki, I would say find a good Reiki teacher that you resonate with, somebody who specializes in your area of expertise that you can feel comfortable with as a mentor and teacher for you. Once you have your attunement, then you can start practicing on yourself. Now, I know we're both beauty biz practitioners and we, everyone listening in, most people listening in are in the beauty biz industry. Don't you feel like we're kind of giving this off without even knowing it when these people come in to see us? What do you mean? Kind of We're all kind of energy workers if we've stepped into, oh, definitely. into definitely. this realm. Right, definitely. And what I'm hearing most from, from the people that come to me who are 99% estheticians is they feel drained. They're feeling exhausted. They want to know how to protect themselves from other people's energy. They're depleted. So when you're in a depleted state energetically and you're working on other people who are depleted, you're actually, you have an energy exchange that takes place. So if you don't know how to protect yourself, and Reiki probably is the best way to protect yourself, then you're going to absorb other people's energy. And then the energy lingers in your space. I went into one of my students' spas one time in Southern California to get a treatment. And I actually was feeling like uh, the person who had been in her chair before who had just found out she was diagnosed with cancer. And I was literally hearing the words that one was saying to herself about you have succumbed to cancer and the feeling of dread that I felt. I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm thinking, is this is this me? Are you talking to me? But come to find out it was the client she had in the chair two weeks prior before she went on vacation that had just found out she had cancer. And I was experiencing and feeling her thoughts. That's crazy. And I get it because I feel sometimes when my client's walking in the front door, I can already pick up what they're going to put down on my table. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Energy is very contagious. And I've heard this before, and you can tell me your thoughts on it, that we pick up a lot of other people's energy through our belly and we release a lot of energy through the top of our head. So when you're standing behind somebody at a table, like a treatment room table all day long, we're really open to other people's energy and picking it up. Right. Right. That's true. And would you say maybe, I don't know if you can explain this or not, and maybe giving you a difficult question. Are there other ways we pick up other people's energy? Like what are some things to be aware of? Well, our thoughts are, you know, what we listen to, you know, the music we listen to, the things we read, the things we watch on television, the people we hang out with, all of that is going to be influencing our energy. And, you know, we have to realize that we're spiritual beings in a physical body. We're here for a purpose. We're here to evolve spiritually. And what you do while you're here in body has an effect on the evolution or not of your spirit. And so it's important that you align yourself with what is best for you and what is right for you. And the only way to, to know that is to be able to go within, discover who you are, have that sense of purpose, and then really focus on that. So how... Tell me, I know you offer something. I was looking at your website yesterday. You offer a course on, is it self-Reiki? I forget the exact title that you use on your website, but there, where you can figure out how to start using this. Right. So I, I have a couple of things. I have Transformative Aesthetics with Reiki Level 1, and that's an online course with four live webinars with me and a lot of other you know good information and video libraries that they get a hold of. And I also have a Heal the Healer program 
And the whole reason for the Heal the Healer program is because I was getting so many estheticians coming to me and saying, Linda, I really need help. I want to do more, but I need to, I feel like I need to protect myself. How do I do that? So it's more of a mentoring program. Do you work one-on-one with those people or is that set up in a webinar type? Well, I do work one-on-one with the people that are local, but I also have a, a distance program where I will do phone work with them. And then, of course, they get my Reiki webinar, my Chakras Made Simple, and I also have a a Chakra Personality Profiling System that I do. Let's talk a little bit about Chakras. I know you said that they are like the rainbow and we have them internally, but can you give me more details on what all that means? Because some people listening in have never even heard of the word Chakra before. I know, and they think (laughs) I'm crazy. (laughs) That's okay. Yes, I would love to explain that. Please do. (laughs) Chakra means wheel of light. It's a Sanskrit word. And and I use it because we don't have any words in our English language to describe it, but they're basically energy centers. So if you look at the center of the body, you have these energy centers that distribute energy and light throughout the body and they fuel us. They provide us vitality and, and life force energy. So the first chakra, which is at the tailbone, the base of the spine, is the color is red. It's the most physical, and it's the one that allows us to connect to Mother Earth, to be grounded, to take action, and to walk our path. The seventh chakra, which is at the crown, the color is purple. It is the most energetic. It's the one where we receive our intuitive insights so we can be guided along our path. As you work your way up the chakra system from the most physical up to the most energetic, you have more conscious awareness about who you are and why you're here. That's why everybody tells you that the answers are within, you have to go within. Now, most people live out of the lower three chakras, which are related to the material world. And that represents male energy, first chakra, female energy, second chakra, and the mind, third chakra, but the concrete mind, not the conscious mind. It's the concrete mind that we're programmed to believe certain things in our life. And so we have tunnel vision. So the first three chakras are where most people live their life and they're not getting the meaning and purpose because they're not going to the heart and above where conscious awareness begins. So I think a lot of the the problems that most people have and feeling like they're going through the motions and they don't have purpose and passion in their life is because they're kind of spinning their wheels, you know, utilizing only these lower three chakras. So... This is interesting because a lot of my clients coming in, my ideal client is a woman that's probably anywhere from 40 to 60. And I am hearing so much of the same thing from them lately. And that's, I don't know what my purpose is. My kids are grown up and moving out of the house. I don't know what my purpose is. So I feel like this is very powerful information for me to help these women. Like you got to dive deep and maybe get some chakra work. Well, the thing is I, I, I designed a whole method of reading the chakras And once you read somebody's energy, you can see what's going on in their life. I can tell if they're depressed. I can tell if they're stressed. I can tell if they're having identity issues. All I have to do is read the energy of their chakras and it tells me, it paints the picture. And then after I do a Reiki treatment on them, they're completely balanced. (laughs) So they forget how they were beforehand. But it's pretty amazing, Lori. I mean, I, I see some amazing things happen and what excites me more than anything is seeing somebody get that twinkle in their eye and that that recognition or that knowledge like, oh, I know who I am. I have a sense of purpose now and I'm on my path. I want to give people the tools so they can go out and do their thing 
not where I have to hold their hand for years on end saying, okay, you're going to do it, you're going to do it. But I want to be able to, to lead them to the right path for them. And then they just take off. I, I think that is a beautiful gift to give another human being. And I think that we're here for such a short amount of time. We, we overlook the fact that we're put here to be happy and to, you know, live out a destiny that makes us feel the vibrate at a higher level, so to speak. If we're going to get into this, let's get into it. So this is how I feel. I get Reiki Friday mornings once a month. And the only way I can explain it is when I hang up the phone and I do mine virtually, my Reiki sessions is I feel a thousand pounds lighter. Yes. Yes. And I, yeah, go ahead. I just call it my therapy. That's how I, everyone says, Lori, how do you do it all? How do you do it all? You're so crazy busy. And you see, I think this is it. I found support that works for me that way. Yes. It's so incredible. And people don't understand it until they experience it. That's why you'll see me at different events where I'll be offering a Reiki treatment to people or my, I'll have students there and they'll be offering Reiki treatments at the event. It, we're always slammed. We're just jam packed. Jay, my significant other got to moderate your classroom at face and body, which I was going right. to walk in and kick him out. And so <laughs> I could listen to you speak, but he said you did some really cool in-person work. What did you do there? How are you doing these services in front of a room full of people? Yes. Yes. So I had a number of my students in there and we were doing energy healings. So I wanted to show what the conditions were of each chakra. So I had seven people, seven participants or actually seven audience members that I had already predetermined what their issue was. One had stress, one had anxiety, the other mental chatter. There was one with depression, you know, somebody lost their voice, not literally, but they had, they didn't know how to speak up for themselves. That's what happened to me that caused the rash we talked about earlier. So I get it. Right. So I had chosen ahead of time seven people and then brought them up two or three at a time. And my people were doing energy work on them. I first I read their energy and I explained it to the audience. They got the treatment and each one was completely balanced afterwards. And I think only one still had. And I also asked how much stress do you have on a scale from one to ten? How much anxiety? How much mental chatter on a scale from one to ten? And then usually that goes down to zero from whatever number they start with. It usually goes down to zero. So out of the seven, six went down to zero and only one still had a little bit of stress or anxiety or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was pretty incredible. And they worked on that one particular chakra and they still were balanced afterwards. Because a chakra can be blocked or be like brown in color and not the color it's supposed to be. Is that That's my understanding. Is that correct? A chakra can be blocked. It can be overcharged. It can be balanced. It could be undercharged. And depending on the condition of the chakra will will tell me what's going on with that person. So you think about the first chakra is where you want to be grounded. You want to feel safe and secure in your body and in your environment. If that first chakra is overcharged, and this is also male energy, so think about testosterone, you have an overabundance of male energy, testosterone. What have you got when somebody's overcharged in that first chakra? It seems like a, a maybe a slightly aggressive type energy right. going on. Not feeling, it's more going into that fight or flight mode, not feeling safe and secure. Maybe they're feeling threatened. 
you know, but it definitely represents stress. One way or the other, that represents stress. Now, what's causing that stress? Sometimes I get insights, intuitive insights about what that stress is. Uh, if somebody's blocked in that first chakra, you have no energy going to that first chakra, what do you think that would represent? What is the second chakra? Well, I'm talking about the first chakra still. Oh, oh. So ask me that question again, because I'm trying to, I, this is all new to me. I'm trying to wrap my, <laughs> my mind around it. <laughs> And you're not looking at the picture I normally show people. So the first chakra, the color's red. It helps you to be grounded, connected to Mother Earth in your body so that you can take action to walk your path. If somebody's blocked in that first chakra, do you think they're going to be in their body? No. No, they're not grounded. Yeah, that makes you feel flighty. And maybe, I, I don't know, I associate the word makes you feel weak, not in your power. Well, true. But so what if somebody's open in the upper chakras, they're receiving lots of insights and information, but they're not grounded. You tell me, I want to know. Yeah, it means they have trouble bringing things down to earth. Uh. They have all these gifts to share, but they keep spinning their wheels because they're not actually grounded. They can't bring it down to earth. I know a lot of people like that. Exactly. And that's a lot of people in our industry because they're very creative. They're very connected, you know, to spirit. So that's a common thing I see as well. So you mentioned intuitiveness. Do you believe we all have that gift? We just have to learn how to tap into it. It's also called the right brain. So I think that people like you who actually make a career out of doing something like this and helping others recognize this, probably yourself, you recognize you had this gift at a very early age. Yes, I did. Yeah. I remember being a little girl because I know I'm very intuitive and the phone rang this was back a rotary phone that was attached right. to all years ago. I knew who was calling our house before my, right. I was like five, six years old. I knew who was going to be right. calling my mom. Right. But I thought everybody had that gift. It's, it's taught out of us. We're, we're taught not to be that way. Yeah, I guess you're right. We come in here just knowing so much as children and then we pick up belief systems from other people. Right. Well, we do that to survive. I mean, in some families, if you don't become more left brain, you know, left brain dominant, then you don't survive. You get made fun of, you get scolded, you you know, there's a lot in our culture that teaches us it's not okay to have feelings and it's not okay to be intuitive. <laughs> I we remember. Have for us, you know? Yeah, yeah. People think we're a little strange. Right, <laughs> right. But I'm okay way. with that now. I'm yes. finally okay with that. <laughs> I feel the same way. I think it comes with age. You know, in my early it does. 30s. It I, does, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I went to the dog track with my father because he loves to bet but, on uh, anything. Yeah, no, that's good. See, we all have this sense of intuition. We get trained out of it. And, and we're so left brain dominant that, you know, think about we have two sides to our brain. The left side is all about logical, linear, being able to put things into order and everything's black and white. Literally, the color is black and white. But the right brain is where your creativity and your passion for life is. It's where you're able to tap into feelings and tap into your intuition. And by doing that, you give your life more meaning. Your life is fuller and you have color. So if we really want to live in full color, be more chakralicious, we have to be able to integrate both sides of our brain. This is all starting to make sense to me. If you overly use your right brain, you become a 
you become, well, I'm just thinking right brain out because this is where I think a lot of practitioners have a problem. You step into becoming a pampering people pleaser and you get taken advantage of in your business. And I think I see a lot of this happening to estheticians because we're so creative and we so want to take care of people. Right, right. So say we're really in that place of becoming a pampering people pleaser and wanting to discount everything and letting people take advantage of this because they come in late or they cancel last minute. How do you tap into more of the left side of the brain and become more of a strategical type business person? Well, and then we're going back into energy again, because a lot of this has to do with not knowing where you end and where the next person begins. So this becomes more of a boundaries issue. See, so this, again, has to do with knowing who you are, knowing yourself, knowing where you begin, where you end, where the next person begins and ends. So that issue that you talked about is more about knowing yourself and having the confidence to take up the space that you take up, you know, having the confidence to be yourself. And to have your voice, which we talked about a few times today. Yes, This all is kind of coming full circle. And I know there are going to be people that want to know how to find you. I've made them wait long enough. So can you give me (laughs) your web address so they can hop on there? Chakralicious.com. That's spelled C-H-A-K-R-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S.com. And I know that we won't get into it now because you're going to give them all the information when they reach out to you, but you actually have some special offerings put together just for the people that listened in today to, to the Beauty Biz show. Yes, I do. I so do. should they click on the email on your website or how do you want them to contact you? They can also go to my Chakralicious Facebook page. Okay. And there will be a post for them that they can just click on the link and go directly to what the special is. So they would go on Facebook and just Google Chakralicious and you should pop up? Yes. Okay. Chakralicious and then like my page, please. (laughs) Well, you know what? Spell it out one more time for everybody listening in, Chakralicious. It's Chakra, C-H-A-K-R-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S, Chakralicious. I love the fact that you have really pioneered some transformative energy type work for us as beauty biz practitioners. You, you've transformed that type of training. And I have to say, I, I admire the fact that you've stepped in and made a beautiful career out of something that I'm sure people challenge you with all the time, right? People are, yes, definitely. I have been challenged, but you know, I can't, I cannot not do what I do. (laughs) So I just keep moving forward. I just keep moving forward. I've made a lot of headway in the past 16 years. I mean, I wrote a chapter in the esthetician textbook. I saw that. I love it. I was impressed. And, and I find what you do very, I think you could inspire many women. This is admirable because you're doing something that you so believe in. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And that's what we should all be doing. Yes. That's the key to life. That really is you know, life. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, I think you got to go for the reason that you feel you're here. So with that being said, why don't you give our listeners a few tips surrounding this, like how they can step into their, their passion, into their calling in, into their success path. Well, the main thing is know yourself. So number one, know yourself. And the way you discover yourself is really to go back. I, I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of meditation Deep breathing, of course, is always nice, too. But you have to get into a quiet space where you can go back and remember who you were really as a child. What were your loves? What were you good at? 
and then ask your friends, you know, who do you see me as? How do you view me? How would you describe me? That's always interesting to see how your friends view you, because a lot of times how your friends view you and what they ask you for is the key to what your innate gifts are. So dig in, discover more about yourself. Who are you? Who, who are you not? And then say, OK, I'm all right with being this person. I am going to claim myself and I'm going to be myself. So you have to have the confidence to then be yourself and then go out and share your innate gifts and talents with the world. So when you do that, you make the world a better place just by being you. So you have to then make sure that you're not distracted by what other people want from you. And that means setting boundaries. So how do you set boundaries? There's actually some good energy medicines for that. And I like to use the, the Dr. Edward Bach flower essences. And so when people have trouble setting boundaries, I tell them to use walnut. Walnut helps to protect you from unwanted outside influences and helps to set boundaries. So give me a little bit of more detail surrounding that. When you say use walnuts, how? Like, is there an essential oil? Is there, how would, do you eat it nutritionally? So there, there's something called Bach flower remedies or flower essences. They were developed by a doctor out of England back in the 1930s. He was actually a digestive disease disorder doctor. And he found that there were many conditions that he felt were caused by emotions so he had an affinity with nature. He was able to communicate with the plants and they told him I can help in this way. So he came up with 38 formulations to help people to balance the energy body related to the ocean, the emotions and the mental aspects. So walnut is a, a flower essence that helps to protect people from unwanted outside influences and helps to set boundaries. They come in a little dropper bottle. You can buy them at places like Sprouts, your local herbal store. They're pretty common. You can also order them online. And then you take the dropper bottle, you put two drops under your, two to four drops under your tongue two to four times a day. And you use up a whole bottle that way. And it really helps to heal some of these emotional issues that you have. White chestnut is great for reducing mental chatter to provide more peace and clarity of mind. And the Rescue Remedy has five different flower essences, which helps during times of uh, trauma. So it good is good after any shock or trauma that you can take. So those are just a few that they can that they can use that way. I love it. I hope someday, maybe the next trade show, we get to sit down and have a coffee together because I feel like you're just packed full of fun knowledge that <laughs> I, this is an area I need to know more about. So and I want to give you a treatment. Yes. I'm going to be a treatment. I would love it. Like I said, it's it's yes. it's my therapy. So I'm open. Anytime we're around, I am open and I thank you for that gracious offering and gift. <laughs> You're so welcome. Well, I am going to let you get back to your crazy busy day. I want you to know that I really appreciate you taking the time to be here. And I feel honored because I've been wanting to meet you and wanting to have you on this show for a very long time. So thank you for for being here today. Oh, you're so welcome, Lori. This was great. I really appreciate being able to speak with you like this. I love it. And just, I know they're going to want to know one more time, give a shout out to your website so they can see all the, and and just like kind of, a, let me just do an overall, I guess, an all encompassing little blurb here is that you okay. have trainings for healers online, virtual and in person. Yes. And what else do you have on that website? They may be able to find. 
I do have some products. I have an energy healing toolkit. I think everybody needs a good toolkit they can use in their spa room. There are gemstones. There are gemstone cards. Energy clearing mood mists. In fact, you can use the aromatherapy. I've attuned them with Reiki, and they actually clear energy in your space, which is pretty incredible. You have my Love Makes Magic Happen book, inspirational book that I wrote, plus my Meeting Your Future Self CD, a pendulum, and a book that's kind of like a, a cheat sheet to help you speak about all of this work with your clients. Awesome. So I have that, plus different online classes. And I have a lot of articles that I've written. So if you just want to learn more about me and the work I do, go to my articles link and you can see articles from Skin Inc., Dermascope, Les Nouvelles Esthétique, and um, Skin Deep. Very cool. Give them your URL one more time before we say goodbye today. Chakralicious.com, C-H-A-K-R-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S. Perfect. Thanks so much, Linda. Have an awesome day. Thank you, Lori. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, Six Simple Strategies to Generate a Dramatic Increase in Your Beauty Biz Income, and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.